also brought to you by the Boatyard in Fort Lauderdale. Eat local, but stay coastal at the Boatyard Restaurant. The Boatyard is located at 1555 Southeast 17th Street in Fort Lauderdale. That means you can come by boat or you can come by car. Enjoy the nautical atmosphere whether you sit inside in the cold AC or outside on the patio bar. The Boatyard has something for everyone. Monday through Friday, happy hour. Where local favorite is bar bites and handcrafted cocktails. Open for lunch, dinner, and the popular Sunday brunch. And don't forget, ladies night. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. where ladies drink free. Dock and dine at the famous Boatyard in Fort Lauderdale. I am sure you'll have a great experience. Clear the airways. The Lunker Dog is on the air. Are you ready? This is the Real Guy Podcast. Everybody, welcome to the Real Guy Podcast. I got the shepherd in the house tonight. How you doing, Steven? Dude, I'm pissed right now. Oh, Jesus. You're going to start the podcast off with some, like, what, major drama? No, it's not drama, man. It's just frustration, man. What do you have? What, what's your problem? Dude, it took me an hour to get to your house tonight. <laughs> that's because you're a retard. Dude, no, no, no. That's because of you. Well, okay, first of all, they're doing something over by the bridge because the boat show's coming. Right. So that's number one. And then your directions getting here almost killed me. No, that's only because you're a retard. No, 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 no. You specific. Okay, let's start from the beginning. No, Go wait. Ahead. Before we talk about you being a retard, <laughs> let's talk about the boat show because Lamont and I did a podcast earlier today. As a matter of fact, it was okay. before noontime. See, that to me is impressive because usually you're not even functional till around one one thirty. <laughs> right. But we got this one done. It was so easy because it was about the boat show, and um, considering. That Fort Lauderdale Beach, you know, where we live, where we grew up, is, you know, has the biggest and baddest boat show in the world and all that kind of crap. And we got to deal with it every single year. We did a complete podcast on the boat show. So I make can't sh- wait for that. I, well, yeah, make sure, make sure you listen. We're going to upload this one tonight to help okay. to make sure people listen about the boat show podcast episode next we're gonna be talking about the boat show i feel like in a couple of these tonight that's gonna be a hot topic somehow everything is gonna somehow connect to the boat show ultimately well how did the boat show screw you tonight trying to get over here just all the traffic over there by the tunnel because normally it takes me like maybe 15 minutes to get to your house and how do you know that i always well once in a while i look at the clock no 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 tell them how you really know that how i know how long it takes me to get to your house yeah because you look at your phone Every time you got to go someplace. No. And your phone gives you directions. Well, yeah, no, but I mean, I actually, I don't like to like look at my phone when I drive. So like I got like that whole, um, that cordless, what, no, what is it? The, <laughs> yeah, dude, I, this is how, fr- you see how frustrated I am? I can't even think right now. <laughs> well, that's because you're a retard. Listen, listen, you use like a navigation system to get around town, correct? Well, no, because- now, you, do you or don't you? Well, not when I go to your house because I've got it memorized. But the problem is I don't really know your exact address. I just know where I have to turn. No, but you got what you have memorized is what your phone told you. Right? No, believe it or not. I, your house was one of the few places that I actually learned how to get to 
just from coming here so many times because I always had Lamont with me. Because <laughs> so remember, no, dude, I used to give Lamont rides here when I first started coming over. Then how in the world did you get lost coming here today? So I couldn't, I, I, I wasn't sitting in traffic under that bridge for 30 minutes. I just said, I got to try to find another you way around. the tunnel? The tunnel. Right. Yeah, sorry, the, the, the tunnel. So I'm trying to like, so I, I was just like trying to find my way around. I couldn't. So I called you and I said, Jeff, like, dude, where the hell am I going? Like, how can I get around this? And you were like, go to Andrews. This is my point exactly. How long you grew up in this town? You went to high school in this town. I know. Before you could drive, you were already in this town. And then you learned how to drive at what, 16, right? Yeah, 16, 17. And you're 26 now. 27. 26. So 11 years you've been driving. Yeah. And you don't know the difference between the south side of town and the north side of town? Well, no, I went on to that side of town. No, 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 no. Dude, you got lost coming here. Dude, this is the thing you, I need, you need to understand about me. My sense of direction <laughs> in the city is pathetic. Right. Like or, pathetic. Right. Although I, I could have said it like that, but I, yeah. I summarized it and just called you a retard. Well, no, I mean, listen, I'll be upfront. <laughs> I mean, my, my sense of direction in the city sucks. Now, when my dad and I used to go out hunting and freaking... Um, oh, my God. Don't give me that crap up by Fish Eaton Creek. Dude, I knew my way around those, those woods like the back of my hand. But you put me in the city? Dude, I, it's, it's pathetic. I can't find my way out of a paper bag. Dude, our city is like a checkerboard. There's I grids. Know, dude. Well, this is, the problem with for, this is the problem with our city. I, I, I've always been kind of very set in my ways when it comes to driving around this city. So I'm not really good with the, with the back roads around here. So, you know, you so told me. So the truth me, comes out. Well, no, it, it's been out. Everybody knows that my sense of direction in the city sucks. Well, maybe you didn't, but now you know. No, I kind of knew that because when you're looking at your phone when we drive around. Oh, you mean when we were going to Wings Plus? And you were like, <laughs> right, which was on Andrews <laughs> Avenue. You were like, dude, just go straight down Andrews and make a left. That's what I'm talking about. And I think a lot of you millennials are... Oh, here we go with the millennials well, thing. Well, you guys are looking at your phones all the time, and you don't know where the hell you're at. It's because you're looking at your phones. you got to look at your phones to go to Andrews Avenue. Well, now I don't have That's to. like Main Street for all the people that live in, like, you know, a normal town. We don't have Main Street. we got Andrews Avenue here. Okay. Well, can now can we get to the part where I then said to you, okay, Jeff, so how should I get here? And you said go to Andrews, which I knew how to get to. Okay. I know how to get to Andrews. So you said, all right, and then go down, and you said make a right onto 6th Street. Right. Okay. Now, for all you guys listening, I, a very important point is – this guy didn't specify which 6th Street. You see, there's Southeast 6th Street, and then there's Northeast 6th Street. And this reiterates my this reiterates <laughs> my theory of you being a retard. Dude, there's two sides to the city. You have the north side, and you have the south side. Then you have the northeast side, which is east of Federal Highway. Yes. And then you have the northwest side, which is west of Federal Highway. Then you have the southeast side, which is south of Los Olas Boulevard or south of the river. Dude, you see, I don't go the down river. to Los Olas enough to know where the hell it is. Dude, you grew up here. You But I always here. stayed away from Los Olas. It doesn't matter if you stayed away from Los Olas or not. When you go under the tunnel, you go to the north side of Fort Lauderdale. Obviously. Now so that I, I know. So do I live on the north side of the tunnel or the south side of the tunnel? No, you live on the north side, but the problem is... So, is what, so why in the row would that confuse you? <laughs> so it would be northeast... 6th Street. Dude, you have to understand that I never take these roads. I don't even know where the hell the tunnel was compared to what I wears. Exactly my point. That's retardism. It's called a bad <laughs> sense of direction in the city. 
That's what it is. But you said Nicole's the same way as me, so I don't feel as bad. Well, she knows the difference between the north side of town and the south side of the town. Well, I know where the north side of town is, but I didn't think to myself that there's multiple six streets. And, and, and you know, if you go to class for like a few weeks and study real hard, you can get a captain's license. <laughs> And I'll probably learn my sense of direction that way, too. No, you're just driving a boat not knowing where the hell you're going the same way you drive a car. <laughs> Dude. What? Did I stump you? No, you didn't stump me. You just got nothing left to say? Dude, it's not even worth it, man. Well, look. It's not even worth it. And I and the funny thing is, is I warned Stephen about this when he took me to Wings Plus. I said, you can't use your phone all the time. Hey, but then I stopped. And <laughs> Dude, you already ruined yourself. No, you ruined me. I did it. <laughs> you ruined me. Dude, all I did was... You tried to ruin me right now. <laughs> I'm not ruining you right now. It's just, you know, facts are facts. <laughs> or opinions are opinions, right? That, no, opinions are opinions, but you know you don't do opinions on this show. This Sometimes is purely facts. Do. When? We did one. We did that once. Plus, any opinion I have is fact anyway. Every opinion? Yeah, I learned that from WWF when I was a kid. WWF? Don't you mean WWJD? No, WWF, World Wrestling Federation. Oh. What about WWJD? I actually learned it long before that. Because Gordon Soley, who did Florida wrestling, and he would watch the wrestling, and he'd see, and he'd say, well, that's not what I saw. And then he'd just make up his own stuff. But presented in such a way that it was fact. Right. Which so, is what you do. Well, you know, when you're old school like that, you can do that. Yeah. Now, you guys look at your phone all the time. You got to refer to your phone what is fact and what is opinion. All right. You know what we're going to do? What? <laughs> so this makes sense now because whenever remember when we went on the road trip to Stewart to go see DeFusco and we went to see Rufus and all those guys. Yeah. Now it makes sense. You had me looking at the phone for our directions. I knew because you was... refused to do it. No, I knew where I was going. You didn't know where you. You kept saying to me, "Dude, check the address again where we're going. Where does it say we're going?" No, no. But I knew, I knew where Stewart was. I knew where I Jensen, know where Stewart is. And too. I knew where Jensen Beach was, and I knew which exit to get off of. Okay, but well, I then just we never still had been to use right it. at River Palm Colleges. So then colleges. we had to. So we had to look at our phone. We didn't have to look at our phones we chose to we look chose at to look at but i think that we made a wise choice in that sense because otherwise we could have been late well if i had known that you know like like for instance if i was going by myself and i didn't have you with me yeah and i wasn't absolutely sure where it was i would have looked it up on my laptop i'd have been like oh, okay i know exactly where that is all i would have to do is look at it once i didn't need the phone but since i had you with me <laughs> as a as a as a traveling partner and co-host of the show it was easy to say, all right, you know, look at your phone. Well, in this case, you know, I mean, I, I couldn't look at my phone really because I don't really know what your exact address is. <laughs> well, in the, day we, in the day we rode around town looking for warehouses, did ever once did I look at the phone? No. Who was looking at the phone? Not me. Yeah, because I kept giving you the numbers of addresses of the warehouses we were looking at. All right. And you, yeah, yeah, I was and marking them down. And you punch them into the phone. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, you know, co-pilot shit. I feel like we're pilots right now with these things on, as a matter of fact. <laughs> dude, I mean, you know. I mean, dude, you've been co-pilot for a long time, ever since Triple Live. 
gosh, that's right. Yeah, it's not like it's a you know. Do you know? Do you realize you and I have been co-pilots for? No, you're the co-pilot. Well, I should say pilots. <laughs> you <laughs> have been brothers in arms for oh two my years God. now. God, what are you? Some... Two years. We've been we've been we've been recording stuff for two years. For two years, whether it be podcast or triple live. Yeah. My sense of direction in the city hadn't gotten much better, but no, it's worse now. Yeah, no, I don't think it's worse. It's kind of like All right. it's like plateaued. No, it's worse. No, it's <laughs> it's worse. It's plateaued. Last year, did you ever get lost coming to my house? No, you did not get lost coming to my house last year. Well, I wouldn't have gotten lost coming to your house this time either if it hadn't been for the boat show. Dude, yes, no. Give me direct answers. Did you or did you not get lost coming to my house last year? At the beginning, I did. No, you did not. Yes, I did. You never called me and been like, dude, how do I get there? Well, because I had Lamont with me every every time. Oh, my God. You got Lamont with you. You lost all the time. Why will Dude, you think I'm bad with directions. Remember when we were driving to to Tampa LunkerCon last year? And we were three hours late because we had to take a four-hour detour because Lamont was like, oh, shoot, that was our exit. Right. And you were retarded that was then, like, too. That was, that was like the blind leading the blinds <laughs> on that trip. Yeah, but that see, was the blind leading the blinds. But see, on that trip, you should have used your phone. Mm. <laughs> he said to me, and I quote, I know exactly where we're going. It's easy. We just go up the turnpike and we take a right off on this exit and boom, we're there. And if you would have used your phone, would that would have happened? Probably not. Right. But the so, problem was is he and I were having so much fun. Getting lost? <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Like, we were, like, we were like blasting freaking like, you know, rock and roll, Zeppelin. And then we, he was like telling me all his life stories about when he played tennis. And I mean, I'm not going to lie. We were pretty inter- – I was actually pretty entertained and – Dude, you were late for your own shit. That was LunkerCon going on. I know, dude. <laughs> dude, do you realize, you know how long it took us like to get to Tampa? Well, considering you went to Orlando first. Dude, it took us, I'm not even joking, it took us like six and a half hours to get to Tampa. All right, and, and you're going to argue with me. <laughs> Look, okay, I, I, would take a, I would take a little bit of fault for that one, though. But not all of it, because Lamont said he knew where he was supposed to be, my co-pilot. But this one, all right, I'll, I'll, take, full, I'll, took, I'll take full blame for this one, dude. Yeah, that's big of you. Nah, I know. And I, I mean, know, sometimes, I you gotta look, sometimes you got to look in the mirror and you got to eat one. All you, right. You got to be like, okay, yeah, I, I totally blew it. Yeah. I never thought it'd come <laughs> to this with you driving across town, but it has. Yeah. Are you going to do the boat show this year? My dad's working it. That's not what I asked you. Are am you I going to do it? As yeah. in, like, am I going to go there? Are you going to go? It depends if I got time. Are you going to visit your dad? Yeah, I'll go to visit him. All right, but, so you're going to go to the boat show. Well, if I have time. I haven't been to the boat show in probably three years. But So do you think you're going to go this year? I don't know. He's asking me if I want to go. So your dad would like you to swing by? He would like, yeah, I'll swing by. It's not a matter of that. I just got to see what my schedule's like. So when you go to the boat show, what are you going to do? Besides visit your dad. Probably look around. Are you going to eat? Oh, hell yeah. The food there, I'm not going to lie, is pretty damn good. <laughs> dude, you know the food is good. Don't act like it's not good, dude. I'm not acting like anything. It's just, that's really funny considering the, the what we said on the recording before this would be in Lamont. Dude, the food is delicious. All right, so you're going for the food? I would go for the food. And and your dad. And my dad. And I would also go for, you know, they've got the, um, 
You know, I think that the stuff they got in the convention center is pretty cool. Like they'll have like, you know, like like sometimes I know Carl, like I remember was there last year and he did like a seminar over there. Like they'll have people do seminars. He was at the Hell's Bay booth doing it, right? I forgot where he was, but I know he was there. But we I missed him. We were talking about that um, in the podcast earlier. Like if you're a flats dude or like think you want to be a flats dude or have a small skiff, skiff, pulling skiff or whatever. The number one place to be in the convention center is the Hell's Bay um, display. Well, he's probably be at that one. I was going to say because he has a Hell's Bay. Boat. All right. So you want to go to visit your dad. You want to eat and you want to go to the convention center. Yeah. I mean, there's not really much else to do. Is it? Yeah, that's pretty good. Because your, dad, your dad's over there selling the big stuff. So he's a behemoth on the water, right? He's a Frasier. Right. They're at the on the water. They got all the... They got... Oh, yeah. They got all the Mac Daddy ones. Dude, they're like 240 footers now. They're freaking huge, dude. I'm not going to the boat show. As a matter of fact, not only am I not going to the boat show, I'm going to completely... I'm going to completely get out of the 954 during the six days that the boat show's here. Well, you guys used to go to the boat shows back in the day, though, right? When, the, when your dad had Salt Shaker? Dude, we did over 35 consecutive years Jesus. at multiple boat shows. Back to back to back to back to back. So that's why I'm not doing them no more. And the main reason I'm not doing them no more is because people go there to visit family, eat, and go to the convention center. <laughs> I mean, what else is there to do? <laughs> well, you can get financing for your jet ski there. But I don't want a jet ski, though. No, but a lot of people are going for that. Are you serious? Boat financing. Really? Boat financing. So, so I'm sure, so you could probably not just do jet skis, but you could also probably, can you do that for like Hell's Bay boats too? If you got the credit. Shit, shoot. Personally, I think it's beneath me to have a, a, a loan payment on a boat. <laughs> it's beneath you. It's way beneath <laughs> me, right. I've owned quite a few boats over the years. I know you have. And I haven't taken a loan on one of them. Not one. You know, I told you too. I, I really do like those Hell's Bay skiffs. Yeah, you're gonna need a loan. <laughs> I'm gonna need a loan. I should see if Carl can hook me up, but he's not gonna be there this year. I think he. I think he's actually in Cuba right now, if I remember correctly. Car- Car- Carl's a, a, a bonefish guy, and, a, and a, he, he's not gonna be able to get you a loan for the skiff. I know. <laughs> he can't even vouch for you. <laughs> He could say, well, I've taken him out a few times. That's got to hold some kind of weight. But if it's, so, so, the, so the whole thing about not financing a boat, like like having a payment on the boat being beneath me, like that didn't even like sink in? No, you, it did. Your very next phrase was, I want to get a Hell's Bay. Well, no, I just said, because I was thinking about Hell's Bay, and I was just like, damn, like, I wonder if they could finance those down there too. I mean, it's only like two years of income. Two years? <laughs> Dude, you know how long it would probably take? Because I remember you were the one telling me how expensive those things are. Right. I didn't realize how expensive they are. That thing is like... So take your, like... take your total income, double it, Yep. and you can get one. If only it were that easy. It is. For 219 bucks a month, just for finance two... that son of a bitch for about 50 years. About, yeah, I was going to say, probably about 50 years. <laughs> I probably, by the time freaking that thing is paid off... All right. I... Yeah, exactly. You start thinking that way, right? And then you actually go to the boat show, and you went in there thinking, man, I'd love to get a Hell's Bay, and you leave with a fucking sea do <laughs> Because the financing works on the sea do <laughs> And the boat show is slap full of people like that. Oh, yeah, they probably go in there thinking that they're going to go for one thing, and then they're leaving with a different thing. Do you know the number one reason people don't get 
um, I mean, get a Sea Dew rather than a um, Hell's Bay Wave Runner. Why? Because they can get more drink holders on the Sea Dew. Bull BS. That's true. Really? That's true. Because you should really be drinking out there on the water, well, right? Absolutely. Jeez. And not only should you be drinking, and then you can get your $50 Yeti thing and you can sport that on your Sea Dew. You know, it's funny you talk because Yeti, I think, has a booth down there. I know Costa's got a booth down there. You know, I, like, I'll be honest, I'm a fan of Yeti. Like, I like their products, they work. Right. But here's the one thing that I don't understand, and this kind of reminded me of your argument with Braid. <laughs> people they sport the hell out of their yetis oh yeah big time like this is my whole thing like like as you can see like right here i've got a yeti that i'm drinking out of right but i'm using it there will never be a time where you will see me go on social media and like like have you noticed that people will purposely take pictures making sure that everybody can see their yeti product yeah they're the sporting picture. the piss out of their yeti it's like it's, it's that's and part it of having me, yeti stuff it's the, but it makes me think about your braid argument which is people they don't they're not they're supposed to be using their braid not sporting it now, the braid argument and the yeti argument aren't really like that similar like for instance but they're not that different well, well all right let's make it for instance here okay all right what do you do for a living i'm in staffing all right you're in staffing right so you're doing whatever you got to do. You're finding good people for good work and companies are like making placements. Yeah. Right. And you got a Yeti cup. Yeah. Tonight. And what do I do for a living? Your fishing guide. Right. I take people fishing every day. I'm out in the sun. And what do I have for a cup right now? Yeah. I have a paper cup from McDonald's. Right. <laughs> and you're sporting the Yeti. But I'm not sporting it, though, because I'm not, I'm not sporting it. Dude, you work in the office, and you come over here with your Yeti cup. Why well, do not want to be rude and freaking start dirtying your cups? The Yeti cup was made for guys like me that are out there in the hot sun all day and need a cold drink. Do you know Carl's got like four of them? He's sponsored by Yeti. Is he really? Yeah. Really? I just thought he had enough money to buy all those yet. Oh, yeah, all of us fishing guides, totally loaded. We all got it. We're probably all going to go down and get one of those yachts down there from Fraser. Yeah, finance it, right? Yeah. Dude, the only reason they even let guys like me and Carl in the boat show is to talk about the skiff because they know damn well we don't, you know, we're not going to be able to afford to buy anything. <laughs> it's true. But the fact of the matter is you're sporting your Yeti cup and I'm drinking out of a paper cup. So wait a minute. So I'm sporting it and you're drinking. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm using my... I'm drinking. Yes, but you're sporting the piss out of that Yeti right now. Not really, dude. Dude, it's not like you came over here with the same exact cup that says Arctic on it that you get from what, that's Walmart or something, right? Well, I'll you, be honest. I'm not a fan of Walmart. <laughs> right. Like, remember how you said that, that taking Walmart it alone does, no, because is like Wal beneath you? No, Shopping at Walmart is like beneath me. Exactly my <laughs> point. Like, they don't have Yeti in Walmart. That's not for you. I don't even know because I just, I, I can't go into a Walmart. See, you know I me, mean? I can roll right into a Walmart. I'm a fishing guide with no sponsors. I can I've never seen you go into a Walmart. Dude, I got, I, I'll, not only will I go into a Walmart, when I go into a Walmart, I usually have a pocket full of RTD stickers. Because there's other people in Walmart that actually might want an RTD sticker. Like, I'll be rolling through Walmart, and they'll be like, yo, run that dog. And I'm freaking reach my pocket, hand the dude a sticker. You know what I mean? And that happens to me when I go to Walmart. You won't even go into Walmart. I can't, man. 
It's always you... a mess. It looks disgusting. So it's Walmart just... is beneath you. A little bit. Is Walmart more beneath you than the boat shoe is beneath me? No, it's probably about the same. <laughs> <laughs> now, but here's the, is that opinion or a fact? Right. <laughs> now, I'm the type of dude that should be in the boat show. You were for 35 consecutive years. That's because I was selling boats I was, as an exhibitor. But as a patron, as somebody that actually might buy a boat, like a fishing guide like me, might actually get a boat. Well, you could also do what Carl doesn't go around there and talk about the skiffs. <laughs> Dude, Maritime, Maritime Skiff doesn't even think about going to the Fort Lauderdale Boat Show. I've never, well, I, actually, I mean, I say this, I, you know, I've only been to the boat show like four times in my whole life. Trust me when I tell you, there's more dudes at the Fort Lauderdale Boat Show you can sell a Hell's Bay to. Oh, for sure. Dude, you can sell the size of those yachts. Then you can sell a Maritime Skiff to. Yeah. I because it. even a dude that can afford either or, they're going to go with the boat that has more drink holders. And maritime skiffs are plain with no drink holders. They're plain but effective. Nobody cares about that. Only the people that fish care about that. All ten of us. <laughs> Everybody else? Well, actually eleven because Drew's in there too. Well, Drew's got the right. Yeah, Drew's got the right boat. And... Dude, you know that Drew and I actually tried. Go, we actually went on the skiff on Saturday. We tried to go out in the ocean. Yeah, he told me he had to come back because you got scared. He's so full of crap. Did he tell you that? <laughs> Dude, we went out the inlet, and it was like four foot seas in that little skiff. And I was like, and so we were just like, well, you know, let's let's try to go a little bit further and see if maybe it get a little bit better, a little get a little bit flatter. It did the exact opposite. If anything, it got worse. So when we were driving, it wasn't that bad. But then <laughs> Drew stopped the boat, and I said, you, I said, you want to try to throw a mullet out here? He goes, yeah, let's do it. The second he stopped the boat, he and I literally were holding on for dear life. And I was like, uh, Drew, and he's like, yeah, let's go back. <laughs> right, he didn't feel comfortable having you out there. He didn't feel comfortable himself <laughs> being out there. I've been out there with him. <laughs> well, this is the funny thing, though, is I was laughing, <laughs> and, and Drew, you know I love you, dude. Don't take this the wrong way, but like, if I had been out there with you, I don't think I would have been scared at all. So you were scared? Well, a little bit, because I don't know how well Drew can handle himself in those conditions. Now, you, I know, can handle yourself, so I, I, I wouldn't have felt worried. But with him, I was because I mean, dude, it's like five foot waves out there in this little skiff, just going boom. And did you know where the life jackets were? In his boats? Yeah, he didn't have life jackets. Yes, he. Everybody has life jackets. Otherwise, you're getting a know, ticket. Dude. He's got probably got them right in the center, right in the freaking side of the probably. center. Probably. So you didn't know where the life jackets were. Did you know where the PFD throw cushion was? Yeah, that's at the front. And the only reason I know that is because I opened it up because I had to put my stuff in there. Well, those are the only two things you really need to worry about. If you know where the life jackets are, you know where the throw cushion is. See, but I wouldn't be worried about the life jacket, though, because, like, I was I swam for years. So, I mean, like, they taught us how to, like, with the currents and everything, what to do. So, that wouldn't have worried me. All right. This goes right on. The, you're staying on cue with the retardism. Dude. And you're the, not you're staying just, on cue. You're just telling me how rough it is out there. And then you're going to swim in without a life jacket. Dude, you can do that if you know how to do it. Dude, you will die. That's how you drown. Yeah. The reason the Coast Guard gets all bent out of shape because they don't have a life jacket on the boat or a PFD, it's because when people get scared like you. 
Okay, when you say scared, you make it sound as if I was shaking in my damn boots. I would have been if I didn't know where the life jackets were. Yeah, right. You would not have been. You? Dude, as many cigars as I smoke and out of shape as I am, if I fall in the water out there in the ocean when it's rough out, yeah, I want a life jacket. That's the first thing I want. And so the first thing on the boat, and let this be a lesson, the first thing and the only thing you need to know, especially if it's going to be rough and you're going out in the ocean, is where the life jacket is. Yeah. I'll ask Drew next time. First question. Do you know what I tell my clients? Do you know what I tell my clients when we get ready to go out the inlet and it's a little snotty out there? The life jackets are here. I tell them the life jackets are there. And then I ask them, I go, what, do you know what to do when somebody falls in the water? And nine out of ten of them don't, don't know what to do. No. And I tell them, I says, that square cushion, I go, you throw it to the person that's in the water. So they have something to hold on to. Right. And then, the, and then I tell them not to try to pull the person out of the water. And then you throw them a rope. Because when you try to pull a person out of the water, that's when they may pull you in. And now you got two people in the water. Right. Except one's scared and drowns the other. And that's how people drowned out there. Anyway, this is a great episode. I didn't think I did not think it would go a half hour. We've been talking for a half hour. Well, it's easy because of the topic. Between <laughs> I mean, shoot, dude. It feels like it's ten o'clock at night and it's not even eight o'clock. Well, that's what happens when you work in the office all day. Wow, dude, you ain't kidding, man. But that also what happens what happens when we're having so much fun. Yeah. Anyway, dude. Don't be a retard. Quit looking at your phone and know where the life jackets are. Jesus, this guy. Thanks for tuning in to the Real Guy Podcast. Yeah, thanks for tuning in. I totally made the shepherd's <laughs> night. Did not know it was going to go this way, but it did. But it was all you good. Almost, you almost killed me tonight, dude. Dude, I, I, did, you, did you see the client I had from the UK? The one that didn't look very happy? Right, even though he cut all those nice yeah, I was going to say, yeah, he literally looked like he was almost angry that you made him take the picture. Right, but you know what you know what you know what he would say? What? This was all in good fun. It wasn't good fun. Run that Everything dog. Everything we do is in good fun. Run that dog. Run that dog. Dude, I didn't I didn't realize just how bad I was going to totally get crushed in this episode. <laughs> right. Um but it is what it is. So you know, sometimes that stuff it's good for you sometimes. You know what I mean? Get smacked around a little bit sometimes it's good for you, but um if you guys like this episode, you know, let us know. You can reach out to Jeff at LunkerDog.com. You can reach out to me through social media on Instagram. is the best way to get a hold of me through Instant Messenger. Uh, and, uh, and give us a five-star rating on iTunes, man. We need five-star ratings. And uh, thanks for listening to The Real Guy Podcast. This is Stephen Busaka and Jeff Maggio, The Lunker Dog. Run that dog. <laughs>